Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova for another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. And uh, today, I want first, of course, I want to always thank y'all for making this the top 100 podcast in the world for mental health. I always am going to be very appreciative of that honor because it wasn't done by myself. It was done because of y'all, the listeners. So I want to appreciate that so much. And I really want to thank y'all for 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 allowing me to come into your your homes or come into your space and talk to you um I'll, you know i get the emails i get the i get the things you know what i'm saying thanks uh uh thank you to uh isabel i think her name was isabel i think I'm, i hope i hope i didn't mess up your name i appreciate the love you show talking about how your husband was going through things that you didn't understand so you you know this podcast helped you to understand your husband better thank you thank you to larry uh for uh larry frank uh for uh um you know he's a truck driver he reads that he listens to this podcast while driving the truck i appreciate you and i got your books coming don't worry um um i also want to appreciate uh i'm, I'm going down the list like i can't say everybody uh uh jerry Jerry Hollins. Yes, Jerry Hollins, a white man that actually has was listed has had listened to the uh podcast and he said that, you know, it opened his eyes to race relations. That's big for me because I didn't want this podcast just to be for black men only. I wanted it to be uh about black men and what we're going through but for other people to really listen to it um i appreciate everybody's been hitting my wife up uh, regarding uh the podcast live we did a few weeks back um and and you know women hit her up talking about man to hear her perspective was great because i talk about her a lot on this podcast so people hearing her perspective was great uh kind of gave more credibility to myself and what i've been saying about her how one who she is and how she you know struggled through understanding this and going through this journey with me um so i appreciate that uh bobby bobby nah, nah. bobby um i appreciate you bobby i saw your text regarding uh your young black son and you and him sat down and listened to one of the episodes um us uh, uh the uh episode i did about dr umar uh versus the uh the the, the gay gentleman that was bashing and he, you know his uh the gentleman's son is gay and um his son has been going through some stuff with uh heterosexual men black men except being feeling accepted but didn't uh but his father realized that the, you know don't think like this you know i think there was a lot of uh there was a whole thing that, like i said i don't get personal as far as the the, the response but you know uh, short story uh the, to make this the, the story short he was um 
He was, you know, had a, a, a thing against heterosexual men and his views were very biased. Um, and the father was afraid that at the end of the day, those views will uh, eventually get him hurt or get him in situations that won't be safe for him if he feels everybody's against him. So uh, listen to that podcast actually opened that dialogue with him and his him and his son. So definitely, definitely, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, Jasmia, Jasmia. I appreciate Jasmia. She stated that um, her brother has mental health issues and he um, and he and, you know, listen to the podcast has helped her to try to understand him a little bit better. Um, he suffered from a, a drug uh, addiction as well. But she and she they just thought he was like the sheep, black sheep of the family, always doing drugs, getting in trouble. But now listen to the podcast. She's realizing that he's had a lot of mental health growing up and they're planning on pursuing um, some type of treatment, taking to a doctor to get him evaluated because he may be schizophrenia or whatnot. And one of the things I said that a lot of people medicate with drugs. So it kind of opened her eyes to that. So she approached her mom and they're talking about helping the brother out, not just being mad at him or thinking he's rehab, but to go deeper and say mental health. So so those are just a few people that have hit me up. And I appreciate that. Keep them coming. Keep the stories coming. Keep the input coming. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this one I'm going to talk about. Uh, let's get back to what I was going to say, earnings, uh, black men in earnings. Now, what's very popular right now is that women are saying they don't earn as much as men. And, you know, there are statistics and, 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 and facts to that. So I'm not sitting here trying to deny that. But overall, there is a discrepancy when it comes to black men, when it comes to earnings. Now, unfortunately, I mean, of course, you know, I think, you know, women have a great argument when it comes to equal pay. I do believe that if a woman does the same thing a man, does he should get equal they should get equal pay point blank uh, you know what i'm saying at the end of the day it is what it is but i do also understand that there needs to be understanding of just because you do the same thing what's the revenue coming in for example nba versus the WNBA. uh you know um you know, basketball players get paid uh, uh, 10 times more than uh, players in in, NBA, in the WNBA. Um, and, and you know, a lot of them are arguing we don't get as paid as much as LeBron. I'm the star over here. But there are other factors as well that go into that. And I do understand, you know, men's NBA brings in more money, more sponsorship, things like that. Where compared to WNBA, it doesn't bring in as much money overall. So you have to have the revenue come in to pay the people equally. So, I mean, that's another argument, of course. Um, but at the end of the day, everybody just can't get paid $40 million when the company is only making $10 million. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we have to have some understanding that, you know, we have to look deeper into why the pay gap is there, depending on the situation. But if you if, but I do agree 100 percent. If if there's a firefighter woman that works in a firefighter men, they should get paid the same thing because they do the same job. There's no reason for her to get paid less because, you know, what I'm saying because she's a woman. I think that's so unfair. So, but what does that have to do with black men? Now, now let's talk about the black culture. Now, let's 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 talk about employment. Now, within the black culture, 
most women are uh, women are more likely to be educated. I think, well, one to three, not quite sure on those figures, but it's it's a gap that men, women are more educated than than black men. Uh, black women are more educated than black men. And there are more black women in the workforce than black men in the workforce. Now, we could sit down and we could talk about individual numbers. We could say, well, in this same job, same position, he gets more than I get that. But at the end of the day, I say women are making more money than us because there are, are, are various ways women get money and we don't. For example, there are more women in the workplace that are educated, so they're getting paid more than us overall. Not individual struggles. I'm talking about overall. There are just more black women working, so they're getting more money just in general, not individual. I'm not sitting here trying to compare apples to apples as far as like, oh, well, I have this job. He has to say, no, I'm talking about in general, there are more women in the workforce working. OK, so that means they have more capital spending money. Also, there are more women, black women receiving pub, uh, uh, government assistance. So at the end of the day, the black community, when it comes to women, have capital that they're working with. They have resources that they could use to further their agenda or their ideas. Not saying it's bad or anything. I'm saying in general, they have Pay, they have paying power because at the end of the day, they're more employed. At the end of the day, they get more assistance from the government. So they have more paying paying power to do things. And when there's a conversation or a movement that needs to happen, they have more of the capital to do it. Also, there are more black women than black men. So they don't only have the money, but they also have the numbers to push an agenda. So at the end, not, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the agenda is bad. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't have the agenda. But reality of life is if you have money and the numbers, you could have you control the narrative. They have more of that. They have more assistance from the government and programs from the government that helps them out. So at the end of the day, their voices are being heard. Their concerns are being heard. And even though I understand that maybe they're not where they need to be, maybe, you know, they are not where they need to be as far as equal pay across the board and, and, and things like that. I get that. But at the end of the day, at least there are things happening to address the issues. For black men, we don't have that at all. What are we doing to address the lack of black men going to college uh, uh, compared to the rate of black women? What programs are we doing to address that naturally? I'm not talking about uh, individual athletes or stars or business people that are doing that. I'm talking about national programs that are like we are here to give incentives for black men to go to college. What incentives are, do we have not to be in jail? Because at the end of the day, we have a system that, you know, I know and, and, and you don't have to agree with me. And that's fine. But I know white people that have been to jail. They have been to jail, have felonies and still and still are good. Black men, we get a felony. Where are you going? Now, you got to be an entrepreneur. That's the only choice for you. You got to make your own money. I mean, let's be real. So it, 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 it baffles me when people don't understand that, like we talk about black men are, are the cause of all this stuff. But at the end of the day, we're at a, a crazy disadvantage. We don't have the numbers and we don't have the capital to even do anything. 
And when I mean capital, I'm not talking about the entrepreneurs. I'm not talking about the Diddy's and the, 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 the Russell Simmons and things. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about average black person in America. We don't, as a force, we don't have the capital nor the numbers to make anything happen. So we're not a factor when it comes to policies and regulations and programs that be implemented in America. Because at the end of the day, we don't have the numbers nor the capital that makes sense for them to be concerned. So when I say and I see the pay gap and I, I see women complaining, they're like, oh, you know, women are not making enough money. And I get that. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing that women are not uh, getting paid the same as men. OK, but I'm saying in general, as a community, you know, what I'm saying black women have the capital and they have the numbers to make something happen to be relevant, that programs and governments actually realize it. Now, if you don't agree with that, that's cool. But at the end of the day, that's the truth. More black women work in the workforce than black men. More black women are educated, go to college and finish than black men. More with black women get public assistance and free money from the government and programs in their state than black men. This is just the truth. These are facts. These are not facts that I'm making up. This is not me being a male chauvinist pig or anything like that. Women have movements that 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 are supported by I mean Black I mean Black Lives Matter that was for women and LGBT community is funded by rich people. What black person, what black movement for black men, black young men are funded by rich people that's putting millions and millions of dollars into it. Black Lives Matter was supposed to be the key to to supposed to be the movement for black people in general, but not one black person sits on their board. That that one black male is a leader. I mean, shoot, they're they're arguing and fighting with their individual chapters that are ran by black men trying to really think that, you know, what I'm saying some are gay black men and they, they're not getting no funding or no money. So at the end of the day, we have to understand that in general, as a whole, black men do not make as much as black women. And when, like I said, don't argue with me about individual situations. Well, my boss, I have a coworker. We do the same thing. And he's a black male. He makes it. I'm not saying that those situations don't exist. I'm saying as a whole, black women have the capital and the numbers to matter when it comes to programs, the government, when it comes to that. It's a demographic that they want. Black men is not a demographic they want nor need. So as a whole, black women, y'all do have power because y'all have better, y'all make more money, y'all educated. See, women don't have a a, 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 a system that encourages and wants y'all to go to jail. Why people invest in prisons? They invest in prisons because they know of black people, the majority of people, of, of black men in jail. So they invest in black men's life going down. So at the end of the day, you create a system that's a pipeline to keep that money coming. So at the end of the day, you can't sit there and tell me that they're not doing certain things to keep their money going. For example, what about the uh, there was a judge in Philadelphia that for years was getting kicked back money because he was sending young black boys to jail. Prison systems are going private 
and getting million dollars investments. They're using black men as a commodity to make money. The downfall of the black man, somebody, yo, every time a black man is, 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 is disrespected, killed, incarcerated, um, seen as a thug, um, branded as a rapist, somebody's making money. And that's a fact. Nobody wants to hear good black music by good artists, but good black artists. They wants to hear the ratchets up. That makes money. Record labels for years have been doing that, making money off a black man. You know what I'm saying? As soon as NW came out, somebody found a way to make money off it. Then everybody started doing it. See, because the white man didn't think they could make money. They thought it was a threat. Like, all oh, this music come out. People going to be killing. Blah, blah, blah. They was like, oh, shit. People are buying this music. Oh, let's support it. But at first they were like, oh, nah, nah, man. They, you know, that's going to mess up people's lives. It's going to mess up our money because at the end of the day, they got, you know, people going to be scared and, and they're going to be violent. So we let them get mainstream and main, no. But then when they found out it was profitable. Oh, they were like, wait, hold on, hold on. So you telling me these people showing their lives horrible, killing people, bashing themselves, calling each other niggas, killing each other. That makes us money. Oh, shit. Let's keep it going. I mean, that's what it is. We are the biggest money makers in this country from us being negative. Positive black men don't make money. Positive black men, nobody has an interest in. Not at all. And when a man tries to be positive and takes away from that imagery and that money, they will demonize him. They will get him some way, somehow. Because there's no money. There's no money in 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 Bill Cosby right now. So right now, all the 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 the, the blogs and all that make so much money off of off of his story because it's negative. They're not making money off of a positive black man doing anything good. They're making money off of the scandals. And what's bigger scandal than a, a famous black person going down? See, because black white men can live through scandal. There have been white athletes and white actors that have beat ass and all that stuff. And, you know, it'll be news for a little bit. Then it goes back to status quo. But black person. Oh, man, there's so much money in that. See, so we're the least earnest, but we don't like the thing is if we made the money that was made off of us, we would run this country. If you look at sports, if you look at music, if you look at culture, we will be rich. We will run the country if we profited from us like other people did but we don't we are put in a position where we don't make the money that they make off i mean let's be honest they give one percent to the black athletes in the thing but none of them are owners baseball basketball all sports entertainment labels making millions of dollars off of artists and they and artists going home with twenty dollars Twenty thousand, maybe if they're lucky. So we have to understand that even though we are, we are the top money makers when it comes to culture, ideas, trends. We make the less than everybody else as a whole, and that is facts. I will say this once again: women, in black women in general make more money overall than black men do because they have the education, the jobs, and the assistance. They have capital and numbers. That's why 
the black women demographics is important for voting. Has nothing to do. You don't you don't hear them going for the black man's vote. They're going for the white woman, the white, the black women's vote because they are the majority that have the capital, that have the numbers. We don't. So at the end of the day, we have to understand that and accept it. And we need to do better and understand that. We got to stop thinking like, oh, woe is us. We don't make money on black men, make more money on us on individual. But as a whole, black women bring in more money from, like I said, from their salaries, from their jobs and from assistance. So we have to understand that and, 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 and be real about that and stop with the narrative. Do you know that white women were the biggest jump when it came to money? The biggest jump when it came to money. See, because at the end of the day, black women are complaining. They're trying to put themselves in the same position as white women. And you never be. That's, that's, what, that's what the women movement was about. Black households didn't have problems. We were, you, we were together. But women started to believe there was problems. But at the end of the day, there was no problems. Like everybody had individual problems. A lot of things were going on in cultures, period. Cheating has been going on since the dawn of time. All that stuff has been going on since the dawn of time. But they made you think, they make black women think it's special in the black community. So we got to be part of this women's too. America's problem was they were trying to be white. That was the problem. See, but those rules don't apply to us. So when we try to play the game their way, we lose because those rules are for them. Was it for us? Black women weren't really walking around thinking, I want to vote for a country that's prejudiced towards me. It was a white woman that think they had the pre. I want to vote. Black women, they were black, just like we were. So at the end of the day, why would we want to fight so hard to vote when this is a country that doesn't even care or value our vote? Not saying that people were out there fighting for a vote, but it was a black thing. It wasn't like a as a woman, oh, I need to know. At the end of the day, it was a black thing. But see, they make they made black women believe that they were on the same playing field and that their problems are our problems. So thank you for everybody for listening. Once again, I want to always thank y'all for making this one of the top 100 podcasts in the world for mental health. Um, I want to uh, if you want to check me out, everything I do, CassandraWilliams.com at G, uh, CassandraWilliams.com uh, or go to BlackMensBetterHealth.com. Um, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everybody, what they've been doing. I appreciate the listening. Keep the, 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 the emails coming. Keep the love coming. My journey is your journey. We're in this journey together. So I appreciate you. So um, until next time.